Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It is going to be a very interesting situation that will unfold this offseason in Green Bay. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Jason Wildey, co-host of Wildey and Tosh on 94.5 ESPN Wisconsin, joins us right now. Had an article this week uh, talking to Jordan Love and getting some of his thoughts. Jason, we appreciate the time. How you doing? Uh, I, you know, I've never been caught in the internet aggregation cycle like this before, so it's yeah. been an interesting week, but I appreciate you guys having me. Okay, so let's clarify here, first of all, that when you wrote this article and the comments you got from Jordan Love, it's not saying he's out, he wants out, or anything like that. It's what Jordan Love actually had to say uh, in the discussion where he said it's something that we'll have to look at in the offseason. Am I, am I portraying that correctly? Yeah, I mean, all right. First of all, I, I, I've been on with you guys before, and I always appreciate it when you have me because that's, it's, it's cool to talk with you guys, and you guys have always been good to me. And same with Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, although I did enjoy Max continuing to not know how to pronounce my name this morning. But I don't <laughs> need that, you know? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need people talking about me. I don't need likes on Twitter. I don't care about that. Like I, I, I want to tell good stories. And, and I would say this to Chris Canty, um, you know, you played in the league 11 years. So I'm sure you had guys that covered you in Dallas or in New York or in Baltimore that you trusted. And then you had guys that you were like, I don't trust that guy any farther than I can throw him. Right. I mean, we all percent. have that with beat writers. Thousand percent. And so, and so I've always prided myself on being the guy that you could trust. Now, if you played like garbage or you made a big mistake, I wasn't going to pretend it didn't happen, but I was always going to be fair and I'm always going to treat you like a human being. And that's one of the things I'm proud of. And so in Jordan's case, we had a great conversation. It was right before the Bears game. It was after he would played so well against Philly. And quite frankly, I was excited about how open he was. I felt like Oprah Winfrey. Like, he was so good talking about the doubts he had as a rookie and watching Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert and Tua all have success from his draft class and him sitting and waiting and juxtaposing their experiences with his. And so it was a great conversation. And at the end of it, all I said was, hey, what are you going to do if Rodgers comes back? And are you really going to be willing to sit for a fourth year? And his quote, all he said was, that's something me and my agent will have to talk about. We'll figure that out. Now, after that, I do have opinions from time to time, although I am teased by Tausch all the time that I don't have enough opinions, which is why (laughs) you guys are great, and I'm not as great about radio. And I said, look, if I'm Jordan Love, I am not coming back to sit on the bench for a fourth year. I need to play. And Aaron Rodgers, and this is where my, like, this is my 27th year covering this team. I started when I was 24, and I was there for Aaron Rodgers in 2008. And if Brett Favre doesn't announce his retirement on March 8th, 2008, you can bet your bottom dollar that Aaron Rodgers and his agent are saying, we need to get out of here. We need to play. I'm not sitting for another year. And so all my point was, was that not based on what Jordan said, or what he didn't say, because you don't say, I got to talk to my agent if you don't have something that you need to talk about, right? All my point was is, if you want a guy who's a competitor as a quarterback, you don't want somebody who's willing to sit forever. And this kid does not want to sit. Whether he's going to say it publicly or not, that's not the issue. It's look at the situation, 
Look at how Rodgers was, you know, 15 years ago, and what's realistic to expect. And so I just said that my expectation, I'm fairly confident that if Rodgers comes back, Jordan Love's going to ask to be traded. And that took on a life of its own. Jordan never said that. I talked with him yesterday. Uh, he was terrific. I apologize because this is his life. I mean, it's fine that my name's getting bandied about, but it's his name that really matters. And I just, I just hope that people understand that this is not a creation by him. And he is not walking around disgruntled. He's a great kid. And what he has done this season in terms of just biding his time and not being a distraction or not being a jerk about anything, he deserves a lot of credit for that. And I feel bad that this has become such a big story when he had nothing to do with it. Talking with Jason Wilden, co-host of Wilden and Tosh on 94.5 ESPN Wisconsin. And J-Dub, let's take a step back here because I know everybody's focused on the two quarterbacks in Green Bay. But I wanted to ask you about the state of affairs with the rest of the roster because I do think it's going to shape how the front office approaches the quarterback situation this offseason. Just how close are the Packers to being Super Bowl contenders? So, uh, speaking of using other people's commentary and opinions on your own show, I saw you on Get Up this morning. <laughs> and we we used your – Tausch and I used what you said about the Packers roster to talk about where their roster is at. Now, I would say this. I don't think they're as far away as you think they are. I also didn't think that they were as close this year as they thought they were coming into the season, right? I mean, they believe that even though they traded away the best wide receiver in football, that they were still going to be in it at the end. And instead, they're sitting at 5-8. and eight. They got to win out. They still might not make the playoffs. They blew it with – you want an opinion? They blew it with Devontae Adams. They should have extended him in the summer of 2021 before mm-hmm. he played last season for yep. them. They wouldn't be where they are in terms of their record now, but that's neither here nor there. They've got some young talent at wide receiver, obviously. They've got two good running backs. I think Rodgers' downturn has been more injury-related and unfamiliarity-related than it has been him dropping off a cliff. And I think their offensive line has been a jumbled mess because they don't know when Bakhtiari is going to play and when he's not. So they have had challenges, and their defense, you know, our friend Mina Kimes, I'm going to give her a hard time when she comes on our show because she thought this was going to be the number two defense in the league. <laughs> that has not turned out to be the case. How do you explain and that so, one, J-Dub? How do you explain the defense? Well, I, think, I, I get the offense. I, I, How do you explain the defense? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, and Chris, I, I know you, you played for a bunch of different coordinators and some really knew exactly how to use all their guys, and maybe some of them didn't. And I think this group, I think there's been a frustration, especially in the back end, with Joe Barry and his scheme, it'll be interesting to see if Matt LaFleur makes a change at that spot on his coaching staff. I would think he will, but I think there has been maybe a, a frustration, which then, as you well know, when guys get frustrated or they think they're being used wrong, they also start to have a hard time focusing and playing with the effort that you're accustomed to. So uh, do I think that they're, going to turn things around with a snap of their fingers for next season no but i do think that if they if they're smart about how they fill some voids they have some guys have some bounce back seasons like devondre campbell was a first team all pro for them last year wasn't playing great then he got hurt they have missed him in the middle of their defense so 
Everybody has injuries. They haven't had it that much worse than anybody else other than losing Rashawn Gary, their best pass rusher. I don't think they're that far away, and I think that's why this offseason quarterback situation is more complicated than just saying, hey, we got to go into full rebuild mode. Let's see if we can get something for Rodgers. I just I don't think Brian Gutekunst, their GM, views it that way. And frankly, the contract they gave Rodgers, it doesn't make him the easiest guy to move on from next year. Okay, so just to once again treetop it, uh, Jason Wildey says, uh, Jordan, love to Packers. Trade me right freaking now. Yes, that's exact. I've never been quoted more accurately, Chris. <laughs> appreciate it, man. Thanks, Jason. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. Take care. Be good. Jason Wildey of Wildey and Tosh on 94.5 ESPN Wisconsin. He really is good, isn't he? He is. He's really good. He's excellent. It's, it's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We're going to dive into this next. Who is going to be the Packers' starting quarterback next year? We've got your opinions, but we want to hear yours at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is the Dr. Pepper call-in line. The lines are open, people. Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love? Let's go. Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You miss Canty and Carlin. Your turn. We haven't done it enough last couple days, so it's your opportunity right now. That was smooth. You got some nice moves. I got a little shoulder bop. A little yeah. shoulder bop with my two-step. I and can't th- dance, though. But did you notice? I fool people into thinking I can dance by giving them the shoulder movement with a two-step. That's it. Yeah. That's all I got. But remember when I brought up the, the idea of uh, the overbite? You know, of like biting your lower lip for whatever reason. I yeah. do that when I did. Yeah. You just did it. I did it. You were doing it while I you was were... doing it. Oh yeah, that's my little. You know. No, 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 no. But you were. I got you. A little shoulder. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I still don't know what that is. That's a great point. I have no idea. <laughs> Can't hear Carlin, ESPN Radio. Let's hit it. Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love next year? Canty and Carlin, let's go. It's Greg up first in Minnesota on ESPN Radio. Hey, Greg, what do you got, buddy? Hey, um, big, huge Packer fan. In fact, my nickname is Green Bay Greg. Live in Minnesota. I told everyone last year they should have gotten rid of him for three first-round picks. This year, you might not get more than maybe a first and a third, but it is what it is. As Packer fans, we had to watch Brett Favre succeed in Minnesota. It is what it is. We might have the guy for the next 15 years, but at some point you got to say, you know what? we got to give him a shot. And you know, we're not going to do that by – watching Aaron Rodgers, 39, 40 years old, and then this young kid who's younger than Joe Burrow 
sit on the bench and then now obviously want to go somewhere. I don't blame Jordan Love. Get a, get me on the field. He's a no, first round pick. Geez, here's to- what it would what, what would bother me the most if I were Jordan Love. I'd be looking around. Jalen Hurts is about to cash in. He was drafted behind me. Justin Herbert's going to cash in. Joe Burrow's going to cash in. We'll see what happens with Tua Tua in Miami. Yeah. But, yeah, all of those guys being poised to get massive contract extensions. And if you're Jordan Love, you haven't even had the opportunity to be a full-time starter for a season. Yeah. And so there's a lot of show and prove, not to mention the Green Bay Packers have to make a decision on your fifth-year option. Now, the people that are in the camp, Carlin, that want to keep Aaron Rodgers and trade Jordan Love, what are you getting of consequence for Jordan Love? You're not going to get any. What are you going to get for him? Yeah. A mid-round pick? No. Congratulations. You just burned a first-rounder. It just doesn't make sense. Now, I'm not in the business of just starting Jordan Love because you took him with the first-round pick, but you're losing, and you're going to be outside looking into the playoffs with a $50 million quarterback. It doesn't make sense to run it back next year if you have a $50 million quarterback and you're a double-digit loss team. There was a team that did this once upon a time, Carlin. After a playoff run, they had a double-digit loss season, and they thought they were going to run it back with their two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. You know what that team was? The New York Football Giants with Eli Manning. They drafted Saquon Barkley with the second overall pick. How'd that work out for Eli? How'd that work out for the Giants? Not well. Not Not great, Bob. Nope. Not great. I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers is Eli Manning. I get that this is a different level of quarterback. But the concept remains the same when you start talking about trying to move on from a legend. It's time. If you haven't seen enough this season, when are you ever going to see enough to move on from Aaron Rodgers? Why are you holding on to ghosts of yesteryear? He is not an MVP-level quarterback anymore, and he may never be again. That's the reality of the situation. The best organizations are the ones that get out of those situations a year early. Yes. As opposed to a year late. Yeah. Jonathan in Indiana is up next on ESPN Radio. Jonathan, what say you, brother? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Love you guys. Listen to you every day. Appreciate that. Uh, I agree. I think think Green Bay should move on from Aaron Rodgers and get what they can out of for him right now to help Jordan Love on the offense. And, and Aaron Rodgers just ain't accountable. He don't. He holds everybody else accountable. He just don't hold himself accountable for the losing. And that's all I got to say, guys. Thanks. I tell you, what's really going to work against him too. What's that? They're going to beat the Rams Monday night, and they're going to start to. Are they? they? Are they? I think they are. Are they? I, I think they. It's in Green Bay. I think they're going to beat the Rams Monday are, night. Are, are we? Are we sure the players in Green Bay have come back from the bye week? We're not sure. Oh, okay. But All right. I, okay. I, I, I ex- let me rephrase it then. I expect them to beat the Rams in Green Bay Monday night. And when they do, all that does is prolong the inevitable, them thinking that somehow they're still alive. Well, Carla, we expected that the Green Bay Packers would beat the Detroit Lions in week nine. That didn't happen. We expected that the Las Vegas Raiders would beat the L.A. Rams this past Thursday night. When the Raiders had everything to play for, yeah, and the Rams had nothing to play for, that didn't happen. All I'm simply saying is strange things happen at the end of the season, and it's hard to get a gauge on where a team falls. But I will say this. The friction between the head coach and the quarterback doesn't lend itself to the Green Bay Packers being the best version of themselves down the stretch, where it feels like it's, it's obvious that they're going to be out of the play. Are we, are we going to get to see Jordan Love? Maybe week 18. It doesn't sound like it, though, Carla. Maybe week 18. It doesn't sound like What's the point of doing that? It's dumb. What's the point of doing that? I'm with you. I don't understand it. I'm with you. 
I'm with you. If the game's going to matter in Week 18 to Detroit, but other than that, there is no point. You need to get a couple of games. Look at them. Brett, Pennsylvania, up next, ESPN Radio. Hey, Brett. Hey, how are you guys? Good. How you doing? Hey, I just want... I just wanted to get your guys' take on something. I'm totally in uh, grants with you. I think it's time to obviously sit there and take a, a real look instead of uh, continuing on with Aaron Rodgers. But I hate to change it. I hope you guys are cool with it. I've been dying to get your opinion on it all day. This whole ordeal with Micah Parsons and everything that's going on with him, outside of that, I'm getting tired, and I know I'm going to sound a little bit of a homer here because I am a 49ers fan, but I cannot stand the fact that – he is being constantly talked about, and yet somebody like Nick Bosa, which the number one stat is sacks, and the man's getting it. He's got the lead right now, and he's doing it with a game less than Micah, and yet you never hear anyone speak his name because he's constantly getting overshadowed by a number one defense. You know, just kind of wanted to see what your guys' take was on that if you had the chance. I understand your complaint. I, I definitely understand your complaint. I think Nick Bosa, Bosa should absolutely be the defensive player of the year right now. The problem that you're working against is the hype machine. Yeah, this is the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. The 49ers brand doesn't get eclipsed by many other NFL teams. No. But one that does eclipse it, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and that's what's working against you right now. Yeah. Now, he's sitting, Bosa's sitting on 14 and a half sacks. Maybe in a few weeks, if he's approaching 20, we're talking about it a lot more. Yeah. I'm with you, though. I, I absolutely get uh, get you being annoyed by it. There's nothing wrong with that. But Michael Parsons is a damn good football player. Huh? Oh, he's an excellent football damn player, football and any player. one of and us would not, sign up to have him. And it's not just sacks for Michael Parsons. There are other he things does other that things. he does. Nick Bosa's yeah. primary job is to get after the quarterback. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, were presented by Progressive Insurance. Somebody is sick and tired of the Jalen Hurts slander. That he just had to chime in. That's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Sal, pal, sal, pal, sal, pal, sal, pal, sal, pal, sal, pal, sal, pal. He is here! And he will not have any of your Jalen Hurts slander. He is Sal Palantonio, ESPN NFL reporter, and of course, co-host of the NFL matchup show. Sal, I listen, I, I don't get it. Please explain what's going on here with why people all of a sudden, including Micah Parsons, somehow believe that it's the system with Jalen Hurts. 
I would like to thank Micah Parsons, frankly. I was having a nice, boring Wednesday morning, <laughs> and, <laughs> and things got very exciting all day long because of what he said. And so we thank him, you know. Uh, but here's the thing about Jalen Hurts, and you know, you know that I well, we we did that game together last week, Chris, and we it, it was it was so interesting just to watch it when you're intensely watching it when you're doing the broadcast. And I was listening to watching Chris Canty this morning on Get Up and him talk about it. So it's pretty clear that both of you gentlemen understand the importance of Jalen Hurts this year to this football team, which has the best record in the National Football League. See, I don't think that the Eagles have an offensive scheme. I think Jalen Hurts is their offensive scheme. If you study what they do and how they do it, and what defenses do to try to stop him. And Chris Candy, I don't have to tell you this. You played this game at the highest level possible. You can see it. When teams play man and they turn their back on him, he runs. Uh, the Giants tried to use a spy, and he was just too shifty and too fast. When they play soft zone on him, he has become accurate enough in the pocket. If they go 4-2-5, four, four up front, two linebackers, and five DBs and play zone, He's got all that great protection from that offensive line. He's bouncing on his toes, patting the ball and playing seven on seven. So really, right now, he is the scheme for this Philadelphia Eagles offense. And, Sal, because he's playing at such a high level, of course, we have to have the conversation about him being able to monetize the season that he's putting together for the Philadelphia Eagles. This offseason, okay. well, not even this offseason, at the end of this regular season, he is eligible for a contract extension per the CBA. Could you see a world in which Howie Roseman goes to Jalen Hurts in his representation during the bye week before the divisional round and tries to negotiate a contract extension for Jalen Hurts? I don't think that'll happen. I think I can just reading between the lines and seeing what's going on with this team, Chris, I think it's pretty clear that Jalen Hurts has sent a very distinct message to everybody that he's all about TCB right now, taking care of business right now and getting to the Super Bowl and winning it by any means necessary. And he doesn't want to be distracted from that. He doesn't want to be distracted by guys uh, on the bench having fun or uh, reporters asking questions about, you know, five or six games down the road or about contracts. He is focused singularly on the task at hand, and that is the next game, the next opponent. Uh, I was on a local podcast uh, uh, this week with one of my good friends here in Philadelphia, and I compared Jalen Hurts to a young Tom Brady. And that's a heck of a name to throw around. And I know some people will scoff at that. Well, Tom Brady's going to the Hall of Fame. Well, Tom Brady wasn't always going to the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. I covered all 10 of his Super Bowls. Uh, you know, when he first started out, he just had a singular focus of mind, body, and everything else put into what is the opponent. And he learned a lot of that from Bill Belichick. And guess what? Jalen Hurts learned a lot of that from Bill Belichick's close friend, Nick Saban. So, you know, it's just the same kind of DNA coursing through his veins. Now, if you and I want to talk about contract, I mean, look, it starts at Deshaun Watson, right? Yeah. I think Deshaun Watson got $430 million guaranteed. Okay, so it starts there. Have the bidding start at, listen, $50 million a year guaranteed, 
yeah. for five years, right? Yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. where it starts, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's I mean, right. for, for, for a 24-year-old MVP quarterback that has the best record in football, I would say so, Sal. It starts at being the highest-paid player on an AAV basis in the National Football League. I wouldn't take a penny less. Correct. Correct. So that's where it starts. And, you know, that's actually a pretty good deal for the team because let's say the salary cap's going up by $25 million a year over the next four years. That's $100 million. So by the end of the contract, if it's a five-year deal, they're actually getting a bargain at $50 million for Jalen Hurts at age 29 years old. Sal Palantonio, ESPN NFL reporter, host of the NFL Matchup Show, Saturday morning. Sal, uh, you've got Jets-Lions this week. Who is this game more important for? I don't think you can really make that call, Chris. Yeah. Um, that's a t- I don't think it can make it. I think it's must win for both. Uh, the Lions uh, have a tough road to get to a wild card. And the Jets are hanging on after two bad road losses, two difficult road losses. So, you know, I think both of these teams have got to have it big time, and that's going to make for some serious snap, crackle, pop-up there at MetLife Stadium, no question about it. Listen, Sal, you're always the best. You always bring it. We appreciate it. Hey, thank you for having me, gentlemen. Sal Palantonio. That's how we're going to introduce him from now on. I love it. The chant. I love it. Sal Pal. I mean, here's the thing, though. Going back to the Jalen Hurts contract situation, if you're the Eagles, wouldn't you want to get to market and pay Jalen Hurts before Joe Burrow gets an extension done? Yeah. Before Justin Herbert gets an extension done? Because those two other guys are also looking at the Deshaun Watson money, and that's where their starting point is. See, if I'm I'm Jalen, let everybody else go first. Yes. I'll sit back and wait. Yeah. Because I know I'm going to get it this offseason, so but, you go do the borough. And, and if you're the Eagles, you obviously want to get it done sooner rather than later. But that's my point, though. Yeah. If you're the Eagles, it, like Sal just spelled it out, make him the highest paid player on an average annual value basis and a guaranteed money basis on a five-year extension. You use the last year of the rookie deal to spread out some of the guaranteed money on the cap hits, Carlin, and you get this thing done. It, it, it's not a It's not a contentious negotiation before the playoffs. Because you're going to make him the highest paid player in the league. To me, that ends up being a bargain if Philadelphia handles it that way rather than waiting until the offseason and potentially having those other guys in that draft class get deals done first. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Well, Brock Purdy's doing an amazing job. He might, be, he might not be the only rookie quarterback leading his team to the playoffs. Oh, yes. It's Kenny or Canty. I saw a brief version of it this morning on Get Up, but this this is going to be so much oh, better. Oh, yeah. I got a lot more room to roam on exactly. this one. Exactly. That is on the way right after this from our friends at FanDuel. Now, football season is heating up. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. Now look, the app is safe, secure, and it's just so easy to use. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner, 
of the NFL. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. It is a tremendous, tremendous segment that we do each and every week. Oh, yeah, it's the game show that's sweeping the nation, baby. It is. It is. What was what was the last thing to truly sweep the nation? <sighs> many things that have really swept that Wordle. <laughs> Wordle? Did Wordle actually sweep the nation? I think Wordle swept the nation it for swept a bit. The nation? For briefly. Briefly it I'm swept try, the nation. I'm, I'm trying to think now, what is the last thing that actually swept the nation? What was the last craze? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Pokemon Go? What about, Pokemon what, Go? about what about TikTok? Like that, a couple, of years, a a couple crazy, of years yeah. ago during the pandemic, TikTok taking off, yeah, what, people what, making what, videos as a family. What about this uh, this picture thing that everybody's doing on Instagram that you did last week, the art thing? The Lensa, yeah, the, the Lensa. Lensa challenge. Yeah, that's, that's sweeping the nation. That's sweeping the nation. There we go. What the hell is it? I, I don't know. <laughs> Makes it look like of, a painting? I think a bunch of artists do some, some renditions of you, whatever it is. Yeah, well. But this is bigger than all of that. What we're about to do right now is bigger is. than all of that. It is. Yes. It's called Candy I Can't. The question is simple. Can he or can't he? But only one man can answer. Question one, Chris Canty. Can Baker Mayfield be the Rams starting quarterback next year? Can he or can't he? He can, Carlin. And this is going to give Sean McVay a five-game sample size to see what Baker Mayfield can be in this offense. And listen, we know he doesn't have Cooper Cup at his disposal, and that's okay. He seemed to have found a go-to guy in Skoranek, and we'll see what else happens uh, with this offense, but him being able to engineer that game-winning drive against the Raiders, a team that had everything to play for with only two days to dive into the playoffs, the play, the playbook, excuse me, that shows me something about the sports character of Baker Mayfield and maybe, just maybe, that experience with the Carolina Panthers and his experience in his last year in Cleveland has humbled him a little bit, so he appreciates the opportunities that he's going to be given. Can Geno Smith lead the Seahawks to a win over the 49ers? Can he or can't he? I'm going to say he can. I'm Ooh, predicting the upset special. That's a spicy Seattle meatball. Ain't an easy place to play, and I get it. The 49ers go there every year because that's in their division. It doesn't keep it from being loud. We haven't seen Brock Purdy have to operate the silent count. We don't know what that's going to be like, the relationship with the side adjustments with his receivers in diagnosing the defense at the line of scrimmage. There are a lot of unknowns when it comes to what Brock Purdy will be like on the road. And the Seattle Seahawks are fighting for their playoff lives. If the playoffs started today, guess what? The Seahawks are out. They understand that. And so it'd be a shame to waste the season that they've put together with Geno Smith as their quarterback. I think Seattle gives the 49ers their best punch. And they come out on the winning side. Can Jalen Hurts become the highest paid player in the NFL this offseason? Can he or can't he? He can and he will. Here's the thing, Carlin. When you talk about a guy that's going to win the MVP and his team has the best record in the regular season and the number one seed in their conference, and the fact that he was a second-round pick, not a first-round pick, and there is no fifth-year option on his rookie contract, Mm. I think all those things set up for Howie Roseman to fork over a bag of money to Jalen Hurts this offseason. And here's the other thing, Carlin. 
Jalen Hurts' teammates love him. Not like him. They love him. They ride for him. He is the identity of that team. The front office has got to send a message. When guys work on their craft and they improve the way that Jalen Hurts did from year one as a starter to year two as a starter, you got to reward reward that, if for no other reason, to send a message to your locker room that that's what we're about. Canty, up next on Kenny or Canty. Can Daniel Jones get his first primetime win on Sunday? Can he or can't he? He can't. You know why he can't? Because Saquon Barkley is going in the wrong direction, Carlin. Yeah. The wrong direction. The Giants are winless in their last four games, is it? Over the last six games, they're 1-4-1. and won. One. Yep. It's not where you want to be, Carlin. And during the last four games where the Giants have been winless, Saquon Barkley averaging 38 rushing yards per game. That's it. If Saquon Barkley can't get things turned around, if he can't change his trajectory in terms of production, there's no chance that Daniel Jones has of being able to pull off the upset on the road against the Commanders. Can Zach Wilson get his starting job back? He can't. He can't. I'm not even going to let you get it out. Wow. He can't with a capital T. And you know when I <laughs> and knew a that, capital K. You know, you know when I knew he wasn't going to get this job back? Mm. A couple of weeks ago, when the New York Jets got off the plane in Minneapolis, Minnesota, wearing Mike effing white T-shirts. Yeah, when they showed up to the stadium, they showed up to U.S. Bank Stadium. Mike White in the offensive line wearing the Mighty Ducks jerseys. Carlin, it ain't gonna happen for Zach Wilson. Not in the Jets uniform. That ship has sailed. It Quack. feels like the locker Quack. room is out. Quack. The head coach Quack. is out. The general manager's probably out. The only person that might not be out is the owner, Woody Johnson, and that's because of the relationship that he has with family members of Zach Wilson, you know, the guy that owns JetBlue. That can't be why they drafted him. It might it? not be why they drafted him, but it might be why the owner wants to hang on to him. But guess what's not going to happen? Zach Wilson being the starting quarterback of the Jets because Mike White gives them a better chance to win. Can Desmond Ritter lead the Falcons to an NFC South title? Can he or can't he? He can't. If the Bucks don't win the NFC South title, and right now that's feeling like a little bit of a coin flip, it's going to be the You're Carol- being kind. It's going to be the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. It's going to be the Carolina Panthers. We, we need to jump on the Panthers right now. Yeah. I, I mean, the Carolina Panthers seem like they have a better path just because they don't have to deal with teams like the Baltimore Ravens or the Cincinnati Bengals, both of which have dates with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Atlanta Falcons, respectively. The Carolina Panthers don't have a team like that to speak of in their remaining four games. If you want to run down the schedule for the Carolina Panthers, the last four games that they have, Carlin, the Pittsburgh Steelers at home, the Detroit Lions at home, which is not necessarily a gimme, but it's not a game that they can't win. Then they're on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and on the road against the New Orleans Saints. Chris, they right now are plus 375 on Caesar Sportsbook to win the NFC South. We got to get in on that. I, I think we do. We got to get in on that. Yeah. Why, why are we waiting? I, I don't think we, we are. Let, let's let's get in on that right just now. Just crack this right yeah, now. Yeah. Matter of fact, we can make that a part of the play of the night. It might be. Yeah. It might be. Do yourself a favor. Especially since, uh, you know, Steph decides he doesn't want to get any assists. Yeah, if you overextended yourself this holiday season, get in on Candy and Carlin's play of the night. 
Carolina Panthers to win the NFC South at plus 375. I'm just confirming right now. Make back some of that Christmas cash that you forked over. Plus 375. Hello! What's the word I'm looking for? Bingo! I mean, are we going to use the other word? I don't know if we can use the L uh, word. We can't use the other can't word. Can't use the L word because yeah, they're five and eight. We can't use the L. Don't. Maybe after this weekend, though. If they get a win this weekend against Pittsburgh, we'll use the L word. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus.